Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Life in General Podcast. My name is Nick. And I'm Ian, a medical oddity. <laughs> you are a medical oddity, <laughs> Ian. Um, so before we get to medical oddities, I I was scrolling through Facebook. Uh, Speaking of la- medical oddities. <laughs> the, the last couple of days. And I came across this picture. You know, you know, wishes, right? I think we talked about wishes yeah, before. All the, like the well, crazy. Not on, I don't know if we've talked about it on the show, but we had that one night where we were just looking at the craziest fucking things that wish sells. Oh yeah, because wish. If you guys don't know, wish is a website that sells like a bunch of weird shit. And I don't know what kind of algorithm they pick up, but I'll be like scrolling through there sometimes, and there's like, um, like rubber like translucent clear translucent uh like rubber suits with like dicks that you can buy off of there like all sorts of are they just like shit. flaps for your dick to go into or are they actual dicks hanging no off? no no it's like a flap that it goes into okay but yeah. it's like a, bl- a clear bodysuit right okay like a head-to-toe bodysuit it's just weird like just some of the stuff that's on that's on there it's like who buys this shit <laughs> off of here but anyway I, I i was scrolling through facebook and it wasn't that it wasn't a wish ad I came across, but I don't even remember what it was. I don't remember if it was an ad or I'm in some kind of like really weird groups on Facebook, uh, just cause like researching stuff for podcasts right. and like, I don't know, just, uh, someone had posted, it was a yodeling pickle. Like you would like, one of those like robotic or mechanical things. I just like, like the, the, the wall bass thing that sings. No, 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 no. This was something you like used to yodel through. And the reason I stopped is because it looked like a, like a, a turd at first with like yeah. holes in it. Okay. Like it was like just as really weird. I was, I was like, I was trying to figure out what the hell this was. And then I was like, I started like looking into it a little more and I was like, if you can't, like, who the, it's 2021, who the fuck yodels, first off? Well, I mean, you know. People in Holland on the side of a mountain? Probably I mean, not even that, but, you know, there are times when you feel a little romantic, you're by yourself, you want to yodel. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have very different personal lives. <laughs> and then that goes without saying. <laughs> well, like, if you can't yodel. I've been single a long time. <laughs> who Who's like, who sits around and is like, man, I can't yodel. If only I had a pickle that I could yodel through. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, what the well, I think fuck the, is the point I think of that? the pickle is just, uh, like, for flair. Ric Flair? No. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> You'll lay you. <laughs> yeah, just some of the some of the ads and some of the things yeah, you see it's online. It's like, whoa, who buys this stuff? Like somebody's buying it. Yeah, my uh, I I had a friend that used to work for Amazon, and he told me before that uh, you know, because like, Amazon sells everything, right? And like you would you wouldn't believe some of the stuff that he's pulled to send to people before. It's like, oh my god. Who's buying this? I want to make sure I stay away from these people. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not like a big old jelly fist, right? Oh, I'm sure they probably sell the big jelly fist on there, too. Oh, I'm sure. I had a, a friend. But there was a time when you could just go to a store and buy that. Kind of. Uh, well, I don't know. Not the stores I shopped at, Ian. No, 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 no. You couldn't go to a regular store, <laughs> no. but there were stores. <laughs> there, there, were... Still <laughs> there still are stores for that. Uh, but, you know. So I had a friend back in the 90s, like mid, latest. It had to be late, it, it, it was 90s, late 90s. Yeah. It was like 98. Right. I'd say. Uh, he worked at the Love Boutique at Deja Vu for a while. And uh, I and I would just like stop in there after work and just go in there and just kind of bullshit with him. 
And there was they sold like the titties this... had nothing to do with it. No, because they weren't naked in the story. You know? No, but you could just pop over. Not really. It was the store was like separate from. Uh, I thought it was like you had to walk into the main entrance. No, the no. store was to the right or the left or whatever, and then you went through the main door straight ahead. If you guys are listening to this, Ian sounds like he knows the the layout of love. I, I've been there twice, <laughs> and both times were for were like bachelor parties. Uh, or, no, you went with me before, didn't you? Yeah, for a bachelor party. No, was it a bachelor party? Yeah, well, kind of. I mean, it was John's. No, we went with Dave before. Remember, we were. Uh, harassing Dave because he was like a cheap bastard when we went to. Well, I was too. No, because Dave like pissed off the strippers because he wouldn't tip them. Oh, I don't remember that. Oh, I remember. Or was, I, that, or was that you that pissed I, off the strippers? I didn't piss anybody tip. off. I just wasn't buying any lap dances. Yeah, no, and no, then, no. So we were And then there. John, uh, he goes, Can I borrow 20 bucks for a lap dance? And I figured because he's getting married, sure. I, I threw him 20 bucks. He bought a lap dance for me. Oh, really? With my 20 bucks. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that was, yeah, you know. No, we went. I went and then with, I went with, uh, who, who was it? Was it? Um, you've been more than that because I've been, uh, I know I've been there with you without the, when we went with John. Because it was me, you, and Dave. Because we went in like I don't the. I remember going with Dave. There was like this back. It wasn't like the main stage. It was like off to the side. I remember it was like super See, I only packed. remember one stage. Well, it wasn't like a stage, but anyway, it was like super packed. And then off in the corner, there was like this little round, like table that we sat at, uh-huh. and there was a lady dancing on the. And you were. You know, I don't think I was with you then. You were. You were absolutely. I swear with to God, me. I do not. You were absolutely. With I can me. remember where the door to that store that I never even walked into. <laughs> I'd never even gone in there. I just knew there was a door there, and I knew Jeremiah worked there. I, that I, was it. I absolutely guarantee that you were there. It was the three of us that went. I don't ever remember. And because uh, I remember like. The girl got mad because we're sitting at this little table right here, and like we're supposed to be throwing money at her. Yeah, you're. And Dave wouldn't. Dave didn't tip her, so (sighs) that was. She didn't want the tip I was offering her, but you know. I don't know. I. No strippers scare me. I would never even even try. I had strip. I had a stripper say a couple of them say just very like dirty things to me before, of course. But like one was like I remember I, I went up to Deja Vu up in Lansing. This is like years ago late 90s and uh well it might have been it might have been i i, I might have been married actually at the time mm-hmm. yeah i think it was after i got married but anyway i was up in up in lansing and uh i was up there it, it was like during the middle of the day i don't even know what i was actually doing at the the strip club there but it was like me and like two other people in this whole place right and so i'm like sitting up at the stage and uh, I'm the only person sitting at the the main stage up there, and just sitting there like talking to the girl. She, she's like getting done dancing, mm-hmm. and like she sits down at the end of the, at the like sits down in front of me on the stage, and we're just having like a normal conversation. And at the end of the, the conversation, she's like, "Hey, why don't you take me home?" And I'm like, "Well." Since I'm here with my stepfather-in-law, that probably would be the best idea. Right. I was like, well, you know, I got a wife at home. She probably wouldn't be that happy about it. She's like, well, why don't you take me home to your wife then? So I left <laughs> <laughs> without her. Right. <laughs> but uh, no, and then you know, I had a, a. That wasn't. We, we had that a, wasn't. I want to go home with you. It was. I want you to pay me to go home with you. I don't know if there was a payment option there. Yeah, there's a. There's. She's a stripper. There's a payment hey, option. Hey, 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 hey. Not always. I'm not. not always. And, and all right, let me and, let me clarify. And, and I, I am will, not. I am not degrading 
sex workers because I have the highest respect for them. In fact, I'm terrified by some of them, <laughs> especially strippers because they got bodyguards. Um, not always, but most of the time. Um, so I'm not degrading that. I, I do respect sex workers because I, I don't I don't like the the stigma that goes with it. But I like the fact that you call it sex workers that's what they're called. I know that. When I think sex workers, I think like prostitutes. Well, it's all kind of part of the same thing. I mean, there was a there was a long period of time where strippers were considered prostitutes, yeah. even though even if they the, didn't the, offer the yeah, the extras. Yeah, well, they offered the extras in some places. Yeah, so <laughs> some local. But I can tell you, they're they're not doing that. They're not there for their health. They're there for the money, oh, just yeah. like any other I, job you I, go to. I know people and that my point work is, their way through school. My because, point is, is that these women are probably propositioned financially, oh even God, all, yeah, all the, the time. time. So it's like, you know, I just don't see, I don't know. That just, I could be completely wrong. So what you're saying is there's no way that I would be able to pick up a stripper? Uh, No, I'm not necessarily. You could probably go to Bogart's and get one oh, right now. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Well, I mean, she, she, she I wouldn't. Henry VIII's. You know, there was, when I was. Well, uh, Bogart's used to be Henry VIII's. <laughs> no, they were separate. No, they're, well, it's Bogart's now. No, because so. no, Henry VIII's is still there. The one on you talking about the one on uh, in Inkster. Oh no, Henry VIII is an Inkster on Michigan Avenue. Uh, I don't know if it's on Michigan. Avenue. It, it was Legs, and now it's Bogarts. If it's the one I'm thinking. No, of. Legs was a different one. Well, that's a Bogarts now too. Actually, I think that one's closed. It was. I thought they reopened. I think it's still closed. Because uh, the because there was Legs in Ipsy. That's the one that, I'm thinking of, actually. The one in Ipsy. Yeah. It was Legs. It, that's a Bogarts, though, now, too. No, it was. It went from Legs, then it went to the hot spot, and now it's been closed because that was the local establishment I was talking about that had extra benefits going on. In the oh, basement. yeah, definitely. All the Absolutely. time. Even and, way back in the but, day. But Everybody that, knew it, too. That place, was, that place was always a dive. But anyway, back yeah. to my story that I was talking about, though. When I got married back in 2002, there was a, I remember having a conversation with, it was... We had gone out to Hooters, I believe. Mm-hmm. I think was it was it Hooters we went out to eat at? I think it was Hooters. If you're asking me, I don't think I've ever been to a Hooters. In fact, I'm sure I've never been to a Hooters. I think I would have remembered that. Yeah, I don't remember. But it was like one of those I'm pretty sure it was Hooters that we went to. We went out to dinner and I was talking to the waitress there and she was talking about one of her friends that went to Henry the Eighth recently. And there was like a seven month pregnant woman dancing at Henry the Eighth. Yeah. And I was like, Oh my God. That's <laughs> And uh, I, I I couldn't believe it. And then I mean I couldn't believe it either because it's kind of hard to you can't really judge that. There's only a oh, small group on. of hold people on. who would be in, interested in that. But so when I moved back to Michigan back in 2015, um, it's me and a couple of guys I worked with. Which I when I moved back to Michigan, I was working in a place I'd worked at for from for almost 10 years from the mm-hmm. time I was like 18 to the, I was like 28. I worked there for a long time, so I like I'd known these guys for a long period of time. We used to hang out and go to strip clubs and do all sorts of crazy shit together. So we the, we're like, hey, let's go to the hot spot, just like for shits and giggles, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so like the four of us go, and I would have rather watched a seven month pregnant woman <laughs> dance than the shit that was on stage. There. I could not fucking believe my eyes. Mm-hmm. Like I, I remember sat there talking to, to one of the other guys that I went with. And we laughed and made fun of these people that were on stage. Like, I was like, who the fuck did that? Where, the, where did they find these damn people to get up here? Because it was like, I would have rather watched Amateur Night at Deja Vu than watch this shit that was up there. It was, it was I couldn't believe it. By the way, it was just, uh, 
that it, it actually reminds me of a there, there was a strip club down in Tennessee called the Booby Bungalow, which I never went to. I don't think I ever went to any strip clubs when I worked when, I, when we lived down there. But a guy I worked with used to frequent that establishment, and it was down on the Tennessee Alabama line, just inside Tennessee on like sixty five. Okay, and that's it's, still a couple hours away from where you were, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like an hour and a half. But uh, he was from Alabama, so they he'd been down there before. Right. But anyway, they, it's one of those places that have like all the semi drive, the, all the semi parking you want. Gotcha. You it's know. off the expressway. Yeah, it's right. On, it's right off the highway yeah. there. But uh, he said a lot. You know, a lot of those same kind of strippers would be there too. You'd walk in, and they've got like. Uh, Nice scars and yeah, yeah. I was I was gonna go into some details about their bodies, but I probably shouldn't. But uh, yeah, it was you you expect to see like gunshot wounds and things like that. (laughs) Like oh, you've been shot a couple of times and Mm -hmm. knifed a couple of times. But uh, yeah, I don't. uh, My problem with strip clubs, and I've said it a million times, is. I won't pay for sex. So why am I going to pay someone to tease that, me that, with it? That's the thing I've always said about uh, going to strip clubs also is I'm not, I've been to them quite a few times, but I'm, I've never been a huge fan of them. I always say it's like, uh, it's like taking, if it's like, if you're on, it's a nice hot day. If you take a nice cold frosty mug and co- pull a, pour a nice cold beer into that thing and then dump it in the fucking grass. Cause right. that's about all you're doing. You yeah. Know? Unless and might let a little bit of a drip on your pants. Yeah. <laughs> Just a little bit. Speaking of that, I remember we go to, we went to Legs when Legs was still around before. Now, this is prior before I moved to Tennessee. We went with Legs with a bunch of guys I worked with. And we actually went with like a big group of guys. And one of the guys we went with, he was like this super religious guy. I feel real bad about, really bad about it. Uh, so why'd he go? Because I don't know. It, it just, I mean, I, I really don't. I think we pressured him into going. And he was a virgin. He'd never been oh, with a wow. woman or nothing before, right? So we, we, of course, we're a bunch of belligerent fucking jackasses. We all pitch in and buy him a lap dance. And <laughs> he comes back to the table and he sits down next to me. And, uh, you know, it, it's a loud place. So he kind of leans over to me and he's like, oh, man, I lost it. I was like, lost it? I think I'm. It, Lose your wallet, your keys. What right. what the fuck do you lose? He's like, no, 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 I, I lost, lost it. it. <laughs> oh my god! So we like harassed him the entire fucking time. Oh, we're that's like, terrible. We're like, oh man, you get next time you come in, you gotta wear fucking sweatpants. <laughs> you get better friction that way. <laughs> You're terrible. That poor guy is probably was probably traumatized by that. Yeah, guy. the rest of the time we worked with him, or the rest of the time he worked there, uh, we called him Ors for uh, one rub scrub. <laughs> You're terrible. He's probably well, a serial killer now because of all the sexual like weirdness no, that actually, you put into his actually, head. Actually, he's a youth pastor. What? Nothing. Why? Well, what's that look for you? <laughs> what's? I'm not going to say anything. I said he was a religious person. Yeah, he I'm not going to say anything. It's fine. He was a nice. He was a nice kid. He's married. He's he got a bunch of kids. He's, okay, you know, good. Well, at, at he's least a, he's uh, not a kid diddler or anything. That's like that. I wasn't gonna say anything, but no, it's good. You know. Yeah, but uh, he's a nice guy. But you know, I mean, he. It depends on what your definition of virgin is. I don't know. <laughs> he was saving himself for marriage. Yeah, and you that. fucking ruined that. Yeah, I mean, fuck, <laughs> fuck yeah, I did. You terrible, terrible person. I probably shouldn't bang on the no, table. No, no. <laughs> There's a special uh, place in hell for you, Nick. Is there? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought that even before you told me that story. Oh, okay. yeah. I can't believe you, I can't believe you didn't know no, that story. No, you didn't ever tell me oh, that yeah, one. Oh, yeah, man. It was, 
Yeah, that was uh, I still remember the look on his face too when he came back and sat back down. Yeah, I just uh, I'm sure because I was generally genuinely like, oh shit, like right, what the fuck, right. man, like. You're One of these strippers you're in a, mugged him you're or something. You're a strip club, man. You could lose, if you lose your fucking keys or wallet or something, the hell, you're never going to find that shit. Right, now, Sucked up into the abyss. <laughs> no, you just but damaged the, his eternal soul. Yes, okay. I, I did. I, I, but uh, I remember, like, we, I had a conversation with him a while after that. It might have been, like, because we worked together for a while after that incident. And, you know, it was a good couple of years we worked together. I remember talking to him one day, and he was, like, going, and, and like, he felt remorseful for going to the, the right. strip club with us. And, um, you know, he was, like, you know, look, you know, I, he's, he, he, to himself, he felt like he raped her, the, the woman. Oh, okay. That's the kind of shame he had over the whole thing. Well, that's, that's why I don't, I mean, I don't understand that necessarily psychologically, but it's not me. But that's why I don't understand why you guys gave him such a ribbing over it either. Because that just added, I'm sure that just added oh to Oh my it. God, because we're a bunch of fucking, Ian, you know, you know me for 30 years. Do you think I'm not going to harass somebody over that? Yeah, but you, you, you would think you'd a, have a little bit of tact. You were like a 19-year-old kid. You went to a strip club with a bunch of dirty assholes, a bunch of beer-drinking assholes, and you, you... Came on yourself. <laughs> yeah, we're going to harass you about it. Yeah, I guess, but I don't know. I, I, I would know. never, even back then, I wouldn't have been that cruel. That and I would have laughed right. about it, but I wouldn't even have said anything. If you would have told me that, like, if he, unless he told the whole table. Actually, I believe my, the first words out of my mouth were, oh, my God, you can't tell us that. Right. <laughs> like, if that happens, keep that to yourself. Right. That's the yeah, shit yeah. you keep on the down low. Yeah. You know, it's like wetting yourself. Well, it is. I mean, <laughs> kind of. Well, uh, technically, I mean. Yeah. But it, yeah. it is wet. But. Yeah. If you shit yourself, you don't tell your friends. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, it might happen, but yeah. you just don't go around broadcasting. Yeah, no, it. no. You just go to the bathroom, cut off the top of your, <laughs> or I guess if you're a bathroom, you can use toilet paper. But if you're on the woods, you just cut off the top of your socks and you do your business and kind of go on, right? I guess. I've never been in the woods. Day I think that's shit. what they say is if you like take, have to take a shit and you don't have to anything to wipe your ass with, you cut off the top of your, of your socks. Oh. That makes sense. I mean, it's better than a leaf that you don't know where it's been. Yeah, because you know, man, because I'm going to tell you right now, you that's one thing you don't want to do is rub poison ivy on your ass. Oh, because you're going to be in a world of trouble. <laughs> well, this has been a very informative episode. <laughs> yeah. We found out what places to go to for extra extra bonuses at strip clubs. Uh, we've mentioned the the boutique at Deja Vu. Oh, that's um, what I was going to. So I'll, let me go back to the uh, I, man. We I really went off topic on that. Wow. Uh, so I was talking about the Love Boutique. So yeah, I had a friend that worked there, and I would stop in there after work and just kind of hang out with him. And, and you would see like the craziest toys. Yeah, they had this like gigantic blue jelly fist that I always thought was like absolutely. I don't think I ever saw anyone buy it, but it was on the shelf. You know, people bought that damn thing, right? And then you would see people come up, and it was not the greatest area, but not the most savory people you would see in there buying these disgusting movies. Yeah. And I, I don't want to say disgusting because they're porn, but right. there was, I remember like distinctly, there was one guy comes up, and he kind of looked like a normal-ish kind of guy. And he comes up, and he couldn't have been buying this movie as a, as a prank. Because I want to say the movie was like 75 or 80 bucks. Right. The name of the movie, you know which one it was. Don't no, you? I don't. But I, I the name in the video of, store with an adult section, so you're not telling the me name of the name. movie was '87 and still banging. Mm-hmm. Like that's not like something like a normal 25 year old guy is like, yeah, that's my that's my gig. Mm-hmm. 
No. Or is it? I, I, mean, I don't maybe, know. Maybe, maybe I'm- just, Everyone has their thing, I guess. But yeah, I worked at a video store that had an adult section. A yeah. very large adult section, actually. Did they? I, I, it was I, huge. It was, it, I mean, granted, it was so probably the, only- The last time I was in there, I don't think it was that big. Maybe they added on to it. Mm. No, it was always- Well, this. I mean, if they did, they added on to it long before I worked there. Oh, okay. Because um, I had never gone in there until I worked there. Actually, I almost forgot you even worked there. Yeah. So, I mean, from that, from basically from- this part of your wall to that part of the wall is so the, about was ten, the width, about ten feet. But it went the whole, almost the whole length of the store. Oh, they definitely added on to that then, okay. because it was not. That it went long. all the way back, almost to like, I would say, I though maybe shy of where your your bar, but the back end of your bar, ends, uh-huh. maybe just a little bit farther than that was the rest of the store. Oh wow! Yeah, they so they definitely added up because so. the only time I was ever in there, I wanted to say it was like a. Like a ten by ten room. Oh no, this is huge. Yeah, so they definitely so, added onto it. Um, so it was it, because it was a video store. Rent they did rental or sale. Yeah, they had a gentleman who would come in every Tuesday because that was the day that new stuff came out, and he would basically a lot of times if he didn't find anything new, he would just re-rent what he had before. Yeah, rentals were five dollars, and he never rent spent less than ninety dollars renting. Really? Yeah. And like I said, a lot of times he would rent the same movies over if he couldn't find anything else. He had like a set number of movies what he would you, always take home with him. This guy, did he know you could get that shit for free online? <laughs> well, he was he was an older gentleman. He was probably in his late 60s. He could still get the shit for, shit for I, free online. I know that, but yeah, I was going to say that I worked at the video store. It was money. Yeah. Um, and then another gentleman who would just come in to buy, and he would buy... Uh, the most he ever spent at one time. Now, for sale, these movies would be the most expensive movie. There'd be like twenty five bucks. Oh yeah, that's not bad. Um, but he tended to buy a lot of the the cheaper stuff anyway. And he would still like, one time he sh- spent five hundred dollars shaving Ryan's privates. Nah, I don't know the <laughs> some of the titles were pretty fucked up, fucked up. But who who framed Rosie Rabbit? That was a, or <laughs> well, fa- we got, was, we there, got the nail and Palin one in. There was oh, I didn't know yeah, that one. Yeah. There there was one back in the day. It was called Fatliners. Yeah, I don't. You can just imagine what See, that was. And that was the thing. You, you wouldn't really find classics there because. <laughs> Is there classics? Well, Debbie, you, Debbie does Dallas, I guess. But. Well, yeah. I mean, you wouldn't find anything that was terribly old because it, it basically would sell. Oh, yeah, it would, it would turn sell. over. Because yeah. you had the option of buying the rentals, too. You didn't have to just keep renting them. You could just buy them. So the one guy, he would buy them when they were brand new. Like, he would come, yeah. he was allowed to, like, go through the stacks when, That's we, when the boxes came in because, I mean, he, like I said, one time he spent five hundred dollars. That's nuts. And that's like I said, we're talking anywhere from say five to ten dollars on these. And what, and what year was this? Was it like 2014, 15? Okay. Or no? Well, say a little sooner than that because I only worked there until like two thousand fourteen. So I worked there from two thousand eleven to two thousand fourteen. Okay. So now because I was say when I moved back in twenty fifteen, you weren't working no. anymore. So, so like yeah, two thousand. So anytime between two thousand eleven and two thousand fourteen. I don't know. Did I? I remember you working there. Yeah, though. well, you, vis- you visited. Okay, I must have came up there when you were yeah. when I was in town. But because yeah. you came and visit, you came to see me. Yeah. Uh, I, now let me ask you this: mm-hmm. without naming names, how often did you see people like buying those movies or renting those movies that you knew? Um, one of our teachers. Yeah, he would. He went back there. I saw him come. He'd come in twice. He didn't buy anything. He didn't rent anything. But he went back because he was like, "Oh shit, I know that guy." I don't know. I don't know if he recognized me that much. But because yeah. um, I was. Uh, but we, to be fair, I mean, we had another teacher who came in. And he would just buy movie posters. 
That like, was it. He of, was just, of normal movies? Oh, just or? normal movies. Yeah, oh, okay, no, he, okay. he bought it. I think he had a... Because like we a, were talking about porn. So no, 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 no. <laughs> like, no, no. Uh, I was like, they have porn and, posters? And actually, I'm not going to say the name, but once I, if I mention this teacher's name, you'll be like, oh, God, yeah, no. Okay. No, um, no, so. But hold on. Do they have posters for porn movies? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we get materials and like promotional materials. As we're talking now... But how can you... I guess you can promote them in that room i guess yeah, but yeah they would just put we change the posters out and there, there, some, there are posters in their room yeah, absolutely see because that was like, that's what i'm saying though is the only time that well there was, wasn't like there was two there was two like poster racks and then there was they would put the posters up on the doors and stuff okay because there's like a closet in yeah, there and stuff and, the only time i was ever in that room unless i'm thinking man unless i'm thinking of a different a different you uh, might be thinking of the movie warehouse that was on rossonville by the quick stop Maybe because that one was really small. I did actually go into that one once. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. Man, I could have swore I went into that the other one too. No, the, the Mammoth video one was huge, and I, as far as I know, that was like that the whole time. Because I, I remember the only time I ever I remember going in there was uh, you know you like walked into the little smut room, and uh, there were just racks on all the walls. There wasn't anything like a bare wall. No, but this the the same racks that were on the outside, yeah. the, the regular movie yeah. racks. That was what was on the inside. And then they had like maybe metal racks in the middle. Maybe sometimes. it was a different one then. Yeah. I think you're thinking of the, well, whatever it was, because it was like movie warehouse and then it was like video something and it ended up being a movie gallery when it closed. Yeah. And then it's been closed forever. It's, yeah. I closed while I was still working at the video store. Yeah. Speaking of video stores, did you ever watch the the last blockbuster? Not yet. I want it, to. Definitely check it out because it's a really good, it's a really good uh, documentary. I didn't know all the background of, of blockbuster uh, before watching it, but um you know, I, it's really interesting. And like, I think it's still the last one. They're still open. I think it's out in like Washington. Alaska. Wasn't there one in Alaska? No, th- I think that one closed. Oh. I think this one's in Washington state. Oh, okay. Not too like, far from Alaska. Yeah. Like the, yeah. Yeah. Cause I think the, it was the one that was in, it's either Oregon or, or Washington. It was that one. And then the Alaska store right. and then the Alaska store closed. And then they were the last one. So that was, a, that's a really good one to watch. There's also, if you haven't watched it yet, the Tower Records yeah, documentary, that. that's a great one too because there's the Tower Records one is a little more interesting because of the characters that kind of ran Tower Records or created Tower Records for, you know, and, and ran it for decades and decades. It actually gave me, gave me a little bit more of an appreciation mm-hmm. for Tower Records because a lot of times you think of like those chain media stories. If you think uh, Media Play and Best Buy and, and Tower Records and all that stuff, it was always like that very like sterile business oriented mm-hmm. kind of place and it really seems like tower records was not did not function that way mm-hmm. and i used to love it. i mean tower records was one of my favorite stores to shop Me too. at we, and that was our we go there almost every week yeah yeah well yeah there for a good couple of years it was what for every saturday, saturday every saturday night, night we would go down to u of m's campus and we always went to because we'd park in there was a parking structure by tower so we would go Park there because that was where Ian I, was. It, I think it was just the, the two of us one night. We park in this parking structure, and we come out this like side door. That was you, me, and Corey. Oh, was it? Yeah, because we had gone golfing the night that oh, before that's that. Right, that's so right. Corey, I, I'd had a couple drinks, but I was a couple beers, but not enough. You and Corey were pounding them back, and I was driving. No, yeah, right. <laughs> Never. And uh, we walked down the back, and I was way like ahead of you guys. Yeah. And I, I, you're talking about the raccoon, right? Yes. <laughs> so I, I walk and I stop and I look and there's this raccoon eating a hamburger. Well, no, it's like right outside the door, I thought, when he came out the side. Well, it was like, yeah. You come out the door and it was like. 10 or 15 yards uh, past the door because you guys were coming through okay. the door. And you walked up and like, I don't know if you saw it or if you just saw me stop. 
looking at it. And then we just, all three of us just stood there and watched it eat this hamburger. Yeah, dude, this, this raccoon, this big, fat fucking raccoon was on top of this fence with a full-size hamburger and his two little fucking paws <laughs> just going to town on and this And he's eating it bitch. just like a human Yeah, just, yeah, he's just got it. And he was just, we're watching him, he's watching us, and he's just yeah. eating his hamburger. It was hilarious. Yeah, that was, that was crazy. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so we come out of that parking structure, and then uh, we would normally hit up Tower, because Tower was right there. Well... Yeah, I'm pretty sure we'd go there, and then we'd walk down across campus. Right. But, uh, yeah, we always ended up somewhere like Borders or something. Yeah. So. I, yeah. I mean, I used to love those days. Those, though, it was, it was, it was cool to like walk around U of uh, the, the U of M's campus down there because there was just so much shit right. to go to. Especially in the summertime, we'd be just hanging, kind of like take our time through the diag and just chill and stuff. I will tell you though, like, so when I'm driving to work, I've noticed that like this last week. I tend I tend to just like take the highway to like Getty's and then go in the back way. That's, that's, where that's I go. what I do too. So lately, I've been driving down Washtenaw and driving through campus uh, because the weather's nice, man. And there's just like scattered ass all over the place. Mm. Just a little, little better scenery, I guess. But, I, uh, I guess all I notice. I mean, I'm, I must be fucking old, but all I notice when I do that is traffic. There's like traffic is never that bad though. Like, dude, I drove through. I, I drove into Nashville every fucking day. Yeah, I guess. And I dealt with Nashville traffic, so Ann Arbor traffic is not bad to me mm. at all. Well, it's bad to me. <laughs> so, because there was one day that there was uh, there was some constr- an accident on, on twenty three. So I literally had to go like even around Washington. I went up State Street and back the back way that way, and it was like, man, I I could not do this every yeah. fucking day. Just you know, people just riding their bikes in the right in the middle of the road, just <laughs> right in front of you. Um, I. I Sure, there was some nice ass, but I wasn't noticing it because no, they were you're... fucking walking in my goddamn way. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my way! <laughs> but um, no, no, yeah, uh, the the campus life or the campus campus experience down there, I think, is a lot different than what it is now. Oh, sure because it back then it was, you know, you had like six or seven different music stores you could go to. They had uh, Middle Earth was this like rustic, and I guess not very really rustic, but it was like a kind of soul like. Well, they sold all kinds. They sold like incense and candles, and yeah, yeah. They yeah, even yeah. had like pop culture memorabilia. Yeah, that's what I was trying to think of. But uh, so I mean, they, they sold everything. They had rugs and lamps, yeah. and you know, hippieish kind of stuff. Medieval is the word I was yeah. trying to think of. But yeah, like, like mostly medieval like kind of stuff. just like hippie shit. It was like yeah, yeah, pretty much. Right. But it was a cool shop to like go into, and yeah. you know, they always had really cool stuff. And they had like the big Urban Outfitters was down there. They had a big which borders. is still down there. No, it's not. It's, it's not. It's gone. It's uh, that's a Target now. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Urban oh. Outfitters is in the mall now. Yeah. So yeah. Sold out. Yeah. Well, it's Urban Outfitters. It's like, it's. I know, but that's like, they were even corporate before. Now they're like. They've always been like that, though. Yeah. It's, it's before just, they were just like, you know, secretly giving corporations hand jobs. The <laughs> now they're just sucking them off right in, right, right in front of you. Jeez. Yeah. I remember like Ian and I went down to Urban Outfitters down, uh, down there a long time ago. I used to wear these like gigantic big sunglasses, right? Yeah. And uh, Ian and I go down there, and I, this is like the one place I could buy, if I could find sunglasses at. So I go down there, and I bought two pair. And when I walked out, I realized that she didn't charge me for one. This motherfucker here was like, give me the fucking riot act. Oh, you're stealing money from this company and blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry if I have a moral code. Well, I didn't, like, intentionally steal no. it. Well, but you didn't go, you, once you realized it, you should have gone back and paid for them. Why? 
I was already out. It's gone. I, I mean, I would say I've probably like lightened up about that now because I don't like corporations. But to <laughs> me, it was just, you know, I don't know. I just thought it, if you didn't realize it until you got home, that'd be a different story. But you were like right there. If it had been me, well, I would have gone and paid for them. Nah, whatever. So, well, you're the Christian. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't tell me about morality, okay? <laughs> but anyway. It um, wasn't like I, like I said, it wasn't like I intentionally. You didn't did. steal them, but I mean, you had the opportunity to do the right thing and you chose not to. I chose not to. I was, because it was already done and over with. Yeah. Well, you still had the opportunity. It was, we were right there. How the hell did we go from like. Uh, porn to, our, to, to moral porn. arguments? <laughs> I don't know. Ah, uh, life in general. Yes, but uh, I don't know it. Uh, oh, I don't even remember how the hell. Yeah, we like how did even the porn conversation even start? Well, it started with the strippers, and I don't know how we got on the strippers. Oh, that's what I was gonna say though. I remember like, oh, we got on the strippers because we were talking about the wish, the wish, Wh- the wish items, the, the weird, oh, the weird Jesus. items you get from that's, Wish. That's, that's, that's what was, started this whole thing. It, it started because the yodel pickle, the yodel pickle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I remember like Corey was dating. I don't know if he was dating uh stripper or if he would just hang out with strippers he was just for a hanging. while. I remember he was just hanging. I don't think he dated anyone. But uh, so, well, actually, no, I, let me let me go back. Jeremiah actually was our other friend, Jeremiah, we went to school with him. He was actually in a band with me mm-hmm. for a little while. But um, he had some friends that went, that were in college and they actually like, I know that people always make jokes about it, but. Mm-hmm. She actually stripped paper school. Stripped paper That's why school. I don't have any problem with that. I mean, I don't think there's anything morally wrong with it. In fact, I think society should lighten up on all that even more so. As far as like this. Prostitution th- even. I don't I don't really understand why it's illegal. And I think if it was legal, it'd be a lot safer for a lot of people. Yeah, women. yeah. And I think, and that's, you know, a lot of people you see, you know, you see people online that are, obviously human trafficking is yeah. a big fucking problem. Right. I think that if you were to legalize prostitution and create a system for it you would get rid of a lot of that a lot of a lot of the because human trafficking exists because there's it's feeling a need it's feeling uh well i mean that that's to say that that there's a a a illness dynamic to it but i i I agree I'm, i'm not i'm agreeing with your premise though i think that there's there's a lot of women out there who aren't necessarily doing it for the money. I mean, they're doing it for the money, but they're not doing it because they're no, no, no. homeless or they're, there's some women out there who just genuinely, genuinely like to do that. And there's no reason they should have to worry about their safety and their health. But but what I'm saying though is, is, you know, there's, there is a market. Right. For, oh, yes. Yes. For sex. Right. Uh, for, for prostitution. Yes. And the, the people that are stealing because they're basic, they're stealing people is what they're doing mm-hmm. for, to put in the sex trade. If that sex trade is actually licensed, organized, and has a system to it, mm-hmm. you kind of cut out that middleman, that middle that man. that need, yeah. or or that opportunity. Well, I mean, a lot of a lot and of sex would, trafficking you, is for for overseas, though. I mean, they steal these people for overseas. I know so. we have a lot of there's a lot of human trafficking going in, on in, going on in the United States right. in the sex trade. Right, right. And when I say sex trade, I mean prostitution, not. Well, no, no I mean it's, that's sex slavery. It's not prostitution. Okay, fine. Sex. You're right. Sex slavery is a is a is a more proper term. Right. Um, so yeah, I think that if you create a system, and look, I'm not. I would never in a million fucking years pay for a prostitute. Yeah, me neither. Um, but you know that that's me. Yeah. You know, if someone else wants to, and like I said, shouldn't if you're, judge them, right? I I, I, I don't. Who the fuck am I to judge somebody else? Right. You know, and that's kind of the way I look at it all. And even like if you go to Vegas. 
I mean, if you're listening to this, you can, you know, comment and correct me if I'm wrong, but I pretty sure prostitution is actually illegal inside Las Vegas, right? I was always under the impression that it was only legal in Vegas. No, no, I think it's uh, it's not legal inside city limits. I think you have to be outside of the city. Because mm, like, like the, that would be the the like, bunny ranches and all that stuff. That's all outside. Like the, the last time I was in Vegas was two thousand three, and a lot of like so they, they they you walk down the streets in Vegas and they they pay guys to stand there and like they like slap these cards together to get you to look at them right and then right. they like shove all these business cards at you. Right. And some of the business cards were like hilarious. I brought a stack of them back yeah, when, when we came back. And there was one that I remember it was like, turn your room in 30 minutes or less and shit like that. So was, that's what I, I'm, like I said, I'm pretty sure they have to be outside of the city and then they come in for the prostitution. Mm. So all the money is exchanged outside of the city? Is that, because it seems no, to me like I, prostitution I, is only legal when the money is exchanged. Which is why, like, you know, I, the no, movies I, where they have to, like, the, the the guy actually has to pay, you know, the, the police officer yeah, actually I, has yeah, to handle the money know. before he can yeah, arrest like, them. Like I said, I'm not well-versed in prostitution. Yeah, me neither. So. Well, my, my, most of my understanding of it comes from the film, from movies and stuff, you know. Yeah, like I, 80s I, cop I mean, dramas I, I, I've and read like about that. it, and I remember, like, there was, a, there was a reality TV show that was about the Bunny Ranch in Vegas. Yeah, the our HBO had it. It was a series, I think. Was it? And I yeah. remember, I remember them talking about it in that show. And that's why I'm pretty sure it's, it's not, like legal inside. Like all those establishments have to be outside the city. Mm. Interesting. But that's why I like, and that's what I'm saying is like, I, you could set up a system like that, where it's like everything is licensed. And all those women are tested. Tested, have health insurance, yes. even, you know, child care benefits, all kinds of stuff. There's, yeah. you know, and there's enough money to be made where they, there, all of these women can have very decent livings from yeah. this if they, if that's what they choose to do. Well, yeah, because you, know? you figure if you're going the more traditional route for prostitution and you've you got a, up on you've got street. a pimp and things like that, you're yeah. paying a pimp, you're paying... Um, you know, for protection, there's, there's right. other costs involved in that, that, you know, so you, you, cause I can see where people would look at an organized prostitution system and say, well, look, yeah, she's getting X amount of dollars, but she's got to give a bunch of it right. to the ranch or whoever the, the organization is. Yeah. There's always those kind of external costs right. that you're going to have, but, but it's a lot safer for everyone involved in it for both. Parties. I would even say that there would be no reason why you couldn't establish like a private business your own yourself well i mean they kind of, women kind of do that anyway with escort services where they they work for themselves and they just advertise online yeah. but a lot of time and, escort services aren't what you think they are right but es- my point is is that it could work though that way though where a woman if she wants to be a prostitute and just cut out yeah. all the middlemen she just gets a license and establishes herself as as a sex worker working privately and just advertise through online yeah. and she can decide who and who she wants to see when she wants to see them and all that other stuff, give her full control. Like over a masseuse. It. Yeah, I mean, really, yeah, like a private Cause, cause, private business. Yeah, because that's how there. you know independent masseuses work. You right, know? exactly. They come around with their little masseuse table and they right. massage you in your apartment. And if she so chooses, she can hire somebody to be a like stand by as for protection. Man, if you think about it, though, there's that's actually a, like obviously I'm not pro, you know, uh, you know prostitution or anything like that but i'm pro in the sense that i have no problem with it and if they made it legal like that but but what i was going to say though is like it's actually a pretty good business if you think about it because there's 
you know, yeah, there's there's costs involved with it with with licensing and and insurance and, mm. and testing all that stuff. Absolutely. There's really no there's really no overhead. No. No, because you don't really have to have an establishment. No, just a house. Just a place it, to go. And it doesn't have to be your house. It's, well, then you add another cost, and if it's you, not your house. You can go to their house is what I'm saying. Oh, right, right. Well, I, me or personally. You, or I you would, go to the John's house, or you go to the John. Right. Or, or, or you meet at a or, hotel or, or whatever. Yeah. But, but if you meet at a hotel, the cost is on the John. Yeah, exactly. You know, get a yeah. hotel, get X, you know, and I'll meet you there. Yeah. But I, I, I mean, if you're doing it privately, I think I'd still have, I would still recommend if someone would. You know, you hire a bodyguard, have someone who goes with you, and you you pay them as oh, a yeah, salary. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, sal- you know. definitely. And see, that's the other thing is like, they're, they're not paying you; you're paying them to protect you. Yeah, you know? yeah. Because if you're a prostitute, like right now, let's say you're a prostitute in Detroit, and you go, you know, John picks you up, and you go to a hotel with him, mm-hmm. and he beats the shit out of you and steals your money. What do you do? Right. Nothing. Nothing. You have no protection. You have no protection. Yeah. Whereas, you know, if that happens in Vegas or or the Vegas area or wherever it's legal at, mm-hmm. out, out there, and that is to happen, you can go to the police because you're doing a legal thing. Right. You know, there there's there is protection. There's there's repercussions there. Right. Where there's not, you know, because it's the same thing with with drug dealing. You know, if you're a drug dealer and someone busts in your house and you know robs you. You, you can't. You can't, you, you can't go to the police. Right. Yeah, this guy stole you know fifteen kilos from me. And I mean, say what you will about pimps. If 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 one of their girls gets hurt, that's hurting their business. So they'll take care of it yeah. at least their own way. Yeah. So at least there's consequences. But unfortunately, a lot of times the pimp just discards it, the woman. It, yeah. That's, yeah. But that's it, what I'm saying, though. I mean, you'd want to have if if. Well, I was going to say the it, pimp. A lot of times is also someone that's trafficking. The the individual, right, right. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not I'm not suggesting pimps. I'm suggesting you cut that section out. But I think they should have even um, under legal circumstances a second secondary layer yeah. of protection. You know. But you know, yeah. I'm also kind of the you know, I think it's probably a little more of a libertarian kind of thought process, mm-hmm. even though I don't like going down that path. But I, where I, why is anything really illegal? Right. Like, what's the point of? Well, I mean, society has obviously, to have obviously, obviously, murder things right. like that. But I'm talking about like prostitution, um, drugs. Why is? Well, I mean, why not? This why? country was founded by Puritans, so I mean, we're going to have Puritanical. But it's not, it's not just we're this breaking, country that acts like no, that. No, but well, but the Puritans came from somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> you know my point. Yeah, um, not just England. I mean, all the, the ones all the year it came from. They came from Europe in yeah. general, which was a Puritanical area, but. Um, I mean, that's why they're kind of ahead of us on a lot of things. They had the time to figure it out. We're just starting to. Yeah. You know. Because I I, I look at drugs in kind of a similar sense is, you know, I think the country could move in a much better direction if we were to stop looking at drug addiction as a crime right. or, as, or as a legal issue instead of the medical it, issue. So the medical well, the, and even so, even, issue even that, that's a size. A lot of times it comes down to like mental health and things like mental that too. Health, yeah. A lot of, t- a lot of drug addicts and we see it, we see it every oh, single yes, day that people have deep issues and they're using substances, illegal substances to mask that. I remember we had one guy that was, uh, you know, we saw him all the time. He came in a lot. Obviously, I haven't seen this guy in years. He's probably dead now. But I remember it was like a super busy night one night. And 
a lot of people, it wasn't that they hated him. It just, they got tired of him being there like right. every single day, multiple times a day that he would come in. And, uh, and he would, a lot of times he came in drunk. Sometimes he would come in on other substances. But I remember like one busy night, uh, he was like out in the waiting room and they moved him over by, by where I was sitting at. And I'm like, oh, great. You know, I have to sit here and deal with this guy. But actually, we ended up having a pretty, really good conversation. I, it was probably the longest period of time I had ever talked to this guy before. And he starts going into, you know, the fact that when he was growing up, well, first off, he was telling me he was like had been married before and how terrible he was telling me all these crazy things about his marriage. And then he goes into, well, you know, when I was younger, uh, you know, my, my dad started, my mom died. My dad starts you know, molesting me when I was, you know, or whatever it was, four or five years old. Mm-hmm. And that kind of carried on until his like early teen years. When he reached like 10, 11, 12, his dad started pimping him out to other child molesters. And, you know, a lot of times you see like a drunk on the street. And you're like, oh, that fucking guy. He's like, right. wa- he's wasted his life. Right. But then when you actually sit down and talk to these people, you realize like, this guy lived a fucking terrible, terrible life, had gone through shit that most of us could never fucking imagine right. in a million years. And instead of dealing with this as a mental health issue, which it obviously, obviously fucking is, was, right. you know, we dealt it. Well, he's just a fucking drunk or he's just yeah. a drug addict. Let's go lock Drop him, him off up. off at the yeah. hospital because we can't lock him up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and it's... It's sad to see things like that. You know, I there's another guy that, uh, you know, I don't know quite as much of his backstory, but I know he's a, another person that we see a lot or have seen. I haven't seen this guy in a long time either. But, um, you know, he, I, I was talking to a social worker one night, and she was like, yeah, you know, he's his he, he, another guy that's lived this terrible, terrible fucking life. And they said that uh, his anxiety, he actually had an apartment. A lot of times he he couldn't stay there, though. But they said when he did, he would actually sleep in a tent in his apartment. It was like that's how bad his anxiety and stuff was. So it's like kind of the same thing. It's you know you you see these people, but we aren't as a country. We are not taking care of the no, people we God, need no. to. And then you wonder, and We're you not wonder just why the, the drug. Is, I mean, anything. It's just we don't have the facilities that we should. We don't have the 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 procedures we should. Um, none of it. I mean, we don't have any of it. Yeah, but you 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 see this like increase in violence. And I know there really hasn't been a, a big increase in violence, but it just you see it more. It, it seems to be more prevalent, uh, you know. And you see um, just all this crazy shit that goes on in our country, and you have to think to yourself, man, if we actually had a proper mental health system. How much of this would we take care of, or right. how much could we correct before it got to a serious? I would say a, a good percentage. I would it. say a, a good, a really good percentage of it, mm-hmm. because you figure, especially with the ease of of internet and social media, and I've said for literally since the very first episode of of this podcast, our very first episode was about social media and mm-hmm. how much I fucking hate social mm-hmm. media, even though I I use it. But even in that very first episode, I even said like. Social media is the downfall of Western civilization. And if you look at it like someone who has is, is mentally disturbed is able to go on a social media platform, whether it was like Parler or whatever the hell it is, anything where it's not really tracked, it is able to converse with other people of similar mental health issues. 
And it's not helping anybody. It's just feeding it. It's, and it feeds it, yeah. and it. And it makes the situation even worse. But, you know, like I said, we see it all the time. There really is no system in place, at least in our area, right. to to properly treat these people that have issues. Yeah. So, like I said, going back to what I was originally talking about, you know, if we were able to take all these, everything, just kind of legalize everything drug-wise – and well, then, the sin, the sin factor. Take the sin factor out of things like drugs, prostitution, things that don't affect anybody other than the individuals engaging yeah, in yeah. them. Because that's what they and, are. And, they're sin. Now, now, people on the other side of that will say, "Well, yes, it's hurting other people." You know, with the prostitution, uh, John goes and picks up a prostitute. It hurts his family. You know, he's out cheating. Yeah, no, he's hurting his family. That's that's what I was going to say though. The, that he, the is. prostitute's not doing anything. She, he, the well, and I guess you the, could say she too, but. It's the John. It is the it is the person who is in, who's paying for it yes. is doing the hurting. Not but that's what I'm saying though is if you if you take all of that and actually like create a legal system where everything is monitored, licensed. Yeah. You know, like we have with with marijuana. Look, uh, look at all the crazy. Like people were going fucking mad in the state of Michigan people a couple still of years. Are in some areas. Yeah, going absolutely crazy. That oh my god, marijuana is being legalized. Yeah. It's going to be what, anarchy. What has happened? Nothing. 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 <laughs> Nothing. Nothing has happened. I even said, I was like, I might start smoking it when it comes legal. It's been legal for what? two years. I haven't I've, smoked it all. I haven't smoked it all. <laughs> I mean, what the hell? We yeah. had we had entire episodes about legalization of marijuana. Right. And yeah, I haven't smoked any of it in, right. since it became legal. Yeah, me neither. I mean, I look, I, I drive by stores. I'm like, eh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I'm just lazy. It, that's, that's really what it is. It's like, <laughs> I'm, I'm on my way home. They're I not open have... for two hours because I get off in the morning, get off work in the morning. They don't open for two or three more hours. I'm just going to go home and go to bed. Yeah. I'm just, uh, I, I really don't have time to be high, I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, I do, but I, I don't I know. don't. <laughs> like, yeah, you, I, I guess I'm sure you can find the time. You can smoke, you know, smoke a little before you go to bed or something. Sure, I guess. I guess. Who wants to get high and go to sleep, though? But I guess, you know, mm-hmm. but that's the other thing. I was talking to somebody uh, not too long ago, and they were talking about uh, how they've been having, like, sleeping issues and mm-hmm. things like that. And I was like, have you tried... You know, smoke a little pot before you. Right. Well, it'll put you to sleep. Generally, I mean, but well, the yeah, right, the right type, will. The, the right type will mm-hmm. absolutely. So you know, it, it's glad I'm glad to see that we're kind of moving. We are in the right direction. I don't think we're going to get there with some of the heavier drugs. No, we're not. Heroin and coke no. will never be legal. And no, uh, I mean, I'd go to the coke store, but <laughs> <laughs> not me. I, I I put enough strain on my heart with caffeine. I yeah, don't no need to be adding cocaine yeah. to that. <laughs> Yeah. My, my blood, I, my blood pressure is high enough. As I was it gonna is. say, I I'd probably take one snort of cocaine, and my heart would explode. It'd be like, whoa, boom! You, your heart's I'm like, and route. <laughs> That's it, folks. <laughs> That's the straw that broke the camel's back. Right. So, do you think we should actually talk about a topic? Because no, we're like forty five minutes I'm, in. I'm gonna save the topic until next yeah, we we'll save it for next time. And because uh, we this was just a potpourri, a potpourri of, <laughs> of shit. <laughs> This was a life in general episode. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's It's been fun kind of talking about random well, bullshit. Yeah. We actually had a topic. Yeah. Did I say what the topic was going to be? Well, I be? mentioned that I was a medical oddity. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, so so the, the episode, you have to tune in next next week for the for the medical oddity. Yeah, we, yeah we were going to talk about uh, just like crazy medical stories because mm-hmm. I mean, we both work in healthcare. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't really have any like super crazy thing i mean i've seen like some well, I've, super yeah i've seen like i mean there's a limit to what we can talk about too but we've seen a few 
crazy. No, I, I have. You've seen more than I have. Yeah, I've um, seen like I've I've been there present during pieces of one of the ones cut off and all sorts. Yeah, of I've been there present for one of the more funny weirder ones, but I didn't see anything. Obviously, um, well, well, I'll bring it up at the show. Okay, okay. So, but uh, so when you come back next week, we will actually have a topic. Yes, and we will stay on topic. Yeah. Damn it! Although that, this was fun, we might do this again. It was. We there was a couple of times we've had like episodes about nothing. Yeah, kind of. This was. A- I think we kind of went into it planning to do nothing, so it wasn't as fun. This was just fun because it's just so random. Yeah. <laughs> Everything was random. Yeah, we actually had a topic, and then we didn't talk about it. Yeah. Other. So um, I don't know what, we, but like I said, uh, there was a. I remember one time before, someone made a comment about how just, they were like, "You guys never stay on topic," and this is case in point. Yeah, this, this is a, this is an example of us going. Taking that to the, and way, to the way, nth degree, way down the rabbit hole. Yes, but uh, I don't know. I'll kind of end it there because uh, I think even our last episode we did go on a little Game of Thrones tangent. That's true. So. That's true. That's the, I, I feel like I, I think that's kind of one of the reasons why I was wanted to kind of go back to do life in general because so we could just justify doing that. Yeah, because well, not justify, but it was a little bit may, more expected. Well, that and it doesn't feel so out of place. I felt like when we were doing. Reality redefined. Even though I liked what we were talking about, obviously, because we're going to keep talking about that right. kind of stuff, it, it almost felt like too structured. Yeah, like we, was, yeah, like we went right. into it, and we kind of had to talk about this and kind of lay out all the the craziness of the conspiracy yeah. and because reality talk about redefined it. doesn't really serve it serve its purpose as a title when you're talking about like strippers and yeah, prostitution, legalized prostitution, yeah. and shit like that. Yeah. Um, well, well, it was a fun episode. It was, it was a good episode. Yeah. Uh, if any questions or comments, you can email us at. Life in general pod at gmail.com. There you go. We are also on uh, Facebook under Life in General Podcast. And uh, you can find the show just about everywhere. Uh, we, we're not. We're no longer on Twitter. I'm on Twitter. Mm. You can find me on there. But uh, I have uh, a Twitter account somewhere. Ian actually has like four Twitter accounts. You uh, must like every time you can't like log into it, you must create a new one. I probably do because I'm lazy. Because there's three Ian Trumbos that I follow. Well, there's other Ian Trumbo's. No, no, no. In they're all you oh, okay. because they're all like Jethro Tall logos. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> I was to say, there are other Ian Trumbo's out there. In the yeah. World, so. Yeah. But, uh, oh, man. Until next time. Talk to y'all later. Peace. Playing my role, let me tell you about it. This shit right here, man, I bought about it. Only real niggas reside around me. Yo, lady, drop a card around me. Dip like I know you can, bitch. Show me the rust like we in the ring. Got you two cobras, you wanna hang? Shoulder to shoulder, the niggas basic. You know I won't lie. You know that I ain't for that fuck shit. You niggas alright, but I'm way better and she love it. Know that y'all sick as fuck. Here go this tissue, bro. We taking the dub, hoping you get you some. This here like a pick me up. She taking my drugs. Know this see the sign. That's some dollar sign. Now they sick as fuck. Now they sick as fuck. Tell them get well soon. Tell them get well soon. Now you sick as fuck. Get well soon. Oh shit. Watch out, you the car, Billy. Oh shit. Right now, and I'm smiling in your face, bitch. With a gold smile, you should probably make placement to your eye. Niggas sick as fuck. Standing with niggas. Who down for that party? Who down for some bitches who showing their bodies? Swear to God, nigga, this Molly got me up and rolling. Bodies of water. Bring that shit in bottles. 